Hi, my name is Nick, and welcome to my bedroom. And my name is Hilke, I am your host, and this is How Was It, the podcast about sex and sexualities. And let's dive into bed. So now we're in bed. Mm -hmm. I think it would be uh, interesting to state at first that we have known each other for a very, very long time. Yes. I think since I was like 11 or maybe 12, um, like somewhere in between. I was still at least in elementary school, for me at least. Yeah. I'm not sure if it was the same for you, actually. I was trying to think of the first memory I have of you, um, but I... I don't have it. I do have one actually, and oh. it's actually applicable to this. But I'm not sure if they're like the first one, but it is the first one that sticks to me. And we are doing like across the line with our like Bible study group, and we've asked at the group, "Have you ever been doubting your sexuality?" You were the only one who actually were. Wow. Of the only one of us, which was a really fun, fun thing. Like, it's. I was not. I, I didn't even know what a sexuality was back then, so that's actually pretty funny. That's so nice. I didn't remember that. Ah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So we know each other from church for a long time. Yes. Yeah. We we uh, both went to the same church when we were children. Mm-hmm. Um. And now we're here. <laughs> um. I've already talked a little bit about um. My experience with um christianity mm-hmm. uh in the first episode um but how was it for you growing up in church and because you just said like you didn't even yeah. know what sexuality yeah, exactly. was so yeah, how good was one. it to um i'll just start because i did go to another church before like i went to the one we met each other at I was at a reformatory church at First Line, which is like a really contra- uh, conservative uh, church in the Netherlands. And I don't really remember a lot of that, but it's just that things about like gender and sexuality are pretty much unspoken. And even if they were talked about, it's mostly traditional. But I was a kid and I didn't pay any attention during like sermons. But uh, when I finally gained, like, sentience, when I was, like, 11 or 12, and finally... What? You gained what? Yeah, like, sentience, like, I actually at first started remembering stuff, and I actually um. started thinking about things in life. Yeah, okay. So, when you start going to, like, high school, um, um, I do think, like, when I first started... Th- well, I don't know, actually. it's I also went to, like, a really Christian school as well, so... Until like until I was fourteen years old, maybe I um, was not thinking about it at all. Only until I was like maybe fifteen or sixteen years old. Um, I think my relationship uh, with the church and religion in in general has been strenuous at worst and okay at best. Um, Only afterwards, like practically, what. well, I think uh, I mean in a sense of um, I did not even have room to think about what I what I was or who I was until I finally like left or stopped going to the church. Yeah. Before that, I wasn't even aware of those things that I, I were actually happening because I don't know actually why it happened, um, and only in retrospect because I'm 23 years old right now. 
I'm finally making uh, starting to see things through a different lens and at least can look a bit more objectively. So right now, I'm like I said, I'm 23. And basically for my most of my teenage years, I have a like really bad gender, dif- uh, gender dysphoria for like a really long time. Mm. But I did not speak to anyone about it. Because How did you experience that? Mm, I think it was mostly uh, just gender envy. Whenever mm. I looked at... Um, I never really felt comfortable being like perceived as male, I think. Um, but it was also like, you never speak about it. So you don't know that's like abnormal or kind of for lack of a better term. Yeah. It's ju- it is abnormal in the sense of like a religious view because in most religi- religious views, a Christian at least, there's man and woman and nothing in between. Yeah, and also within the... Um the bubble of Christianity, like mm-hmm. the Bible groups, it was always yeah. very um, separated. Not always, but like there were always guys have to do this and girls have to do this. And like we have a oh, girl I group and we have a guy group. Yeah. I f- completely forgot about that. Yeah, so it was like very I separated. I can't remember. I believe you on your word. Like I know about like Teen Street, which is like the massive Church. Christian... Um, uh, camp in Germany, which like four thousand teenagers go for go to for like a week to praise Jesus. Basically, it's an indoctrination camp. In for lack of a better term, it's it really it, it was great. also extremely we, fun. We loved we it. loved it. I have very fond memories of it. Yeah. But it was also really separated by gender. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So I I'm I don't know. I haven't thought about that for me, but it might have felt. Weird to always be put in that. Group. Yes, exactly. It's also because um, when I finally, well, it was not a conscious decision to leave the church. I just did not go anymore because, well, why would I? I did not really have that much affinity with it whatsoever. Finally, in my in the final years of my teenage years, and I started working, and I just had not that much time. I I, I couldn't be bothered. I, I didn't care. And only until I went to live on my own and actually started acquainting myself with the people I want to acquaint myself with. Yeah, which, which was like two years ago? How long ago? Yes. Coming January, it's two years ago. Yeah. yeah exactly. And two years, actually? Yes, two years. Crazy. Feels way longer than that. Um, huh, mindfuck. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I started acquainting myself also with people from university and other people who were like, a bit more progressive, I guess, and just people with nice vibes, and people with nice vibes tended to be a bit more more uh, more leaning towards like LGBT stuff, which was crazy to me because I never really, ref- uh, never really was a coin of them in the first place because I came from like a very not as it wasn't conservative where you came from, but it was like really traditional. Yeah. Like, I think you can agree that, like, it was at least trying to be a bit progressive within, like, the Christian denomination. Yes, but you were definitely slaying the most (laughs) in our... Yes, um, like, looking back at, like, what I told told you first, like, across the line, step across the line if you ever doubt about your sexuality. Um, Looking back right now, Yes, I definitely had, but I wasn't even sure what those words were back then. Yeah. But looking back, if I were in a position back then again, I would definitely have stepped across the line, not just you. Yeah. But yes, like, in retrospect, it all makes sense. 
when I finally found out that I just was not really that comfortable using solely like male gender terms and words that it just made a bit more sense to me how I felt like basically my entire teenage life. Which, yeah. So now you've been living on your own for two years. Two years, yeah. Um, what would you say your identity is now, if you can give it? It's where yeah, it's, it's difficult because I it's I have been thinking about about how to um, give it words, but um, it's something to describe me, but not something that identifies me. Like I pref uh, of course, like I still present mostly male, and that's fine, um, depending on setting, of course, but. Um, Sometimes when I go out for a party, I just prefer not being perceived as male, for example, and I usually like ask people to refer to me with other pronouns instead of like he, him, but I'm still completely fine with those. It's just something that describes me, that identifies me. And I do feel actually very feel flattered when someone uses like other pronouns like he, him for me, other than, other than he, him. Yeah, yeah. And I, do th I think it's difficult for me to really describe but um, because a, a term that's been thrown out a lot, usually like in derogatory uh, terms, is like effeminence. But I think that's the th the, what's best describes me, even though it's usually lose, used as a slur or a pejorative at least. Yeah, I had actually never heard of that before. Mm -hmm. But yeah. But looking so. up, perhaps you can. What what do you think about that? Like you think uh, have you looked it up afterwards? Like uh, after I, I sent you to it? Yeah. Yeah, just quickly. So yeah, it it uh it from what I read, if I read it like remember correctly, it's like you're a man with feminine mm -hmm. It usually just mean like there's character energies, but yes. Um yes, it is difficult to describe still for me and i'm not really sure myself on my i'm not really sure myself it's like a, it's a learning jury it's yeah. it's a progress do you uh are you like really searching for a label or are you like no not really I, I don't need this label i am i uh, don't need a label perhaps i'll finally settle on a label but currently i'm not okay perhaps i am looking but not as thoroughly as i once was yeah. and it's something that's just not important to me um you have like um, in some uh, some spaces like having a lot of uh, gender identity is like something that describes it, like I like an identity, but for me it's like I said it's a descriptive factor, and I really don't care. So um, in the ideal world we wouldn't need like gender or pronouns, but we don't live in an ideal world. No. So that's the way I've looked at it for like yeah. a long time now. All right, um, and how about your sexuality? Well. That's something I found out a lot earlier before I wanted to live on my own. Like, when I was 18 or 19 years old, I pretty much already knew that I was bisexual, which also coincided with having less gender dysphoria because I think still, like, I had internalized, like, traditional values, like, if you like men, you have to be female. because And that is maybe something I internalized because uh, as gender dysphoria, but when I found out, oh, wait, this is a thing, uh, even though I already knew long about it, but started to think about it by myself and to apply it to myself, um, 
it starts to make a little more, more sense, but it was still way too scared to come out to my parents. And I've never actually came out explicitly to my dad, but it just, he just assumed. And <laughs> to my mom, it was a really funny story because I was so scared that she would judge me. So I just dropped it like, oh yeah, like a couple of weeks ago, I had a date with this cute guy. And she was like, a cute guy? Are you gay? So, no, I'm asexual. Wait, really? Like, yeah, I told you like a couple months ago, right? No, I didn't. I actually did not, uh, did not sell her. I did not sell her. So I made her feel bad because I was too scared to sell her. And I still need to tell her one time. Aww. But that will come sooner or later. Yeah, she'll <laughs> probably be happy too. Yeah, probably. But I was like 19 years old. And yeah. when you're 19 years old and still living with your parents, it's a bit more scary. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So your dad, you just hadn't told him or i still haven't really told him with that many much like i'm bisexual but how did I he because you said he assumed but like how did he because i make know? jokes about it oh. i casually dropped that i've like kissed a guy before and my dad is like a bit i'm not sure what the uh, english word for it they're like brits whenever i just talk about like our sex or whatever anything he'll just like shun like oh i don't need to talk about it right now he is not like he's not really into talking about stuff like that. But but I am with my mom, and so I did not see the reason to tell him because he doesn't care, yeah. and my mother does. So that's why. Are your parents still Christian? In theory, yes. In practice, absolutely not. Would they judge you because they're like Christian no, or something? Absolutely or it's not. Just like quite the contrary for my mom actually. So my mom has done, uh, for example, my makeup a lot of times, mm. which she really prides herself on. Like, oh my god, I'm so proud of my, I'm so proud of my son because I have not come out to them. Yeah. Like, I, I do not prefer to be like called male. My mom was really proud of the first time she ever put a, a use uh, puts makeup on me, and she said like, oh my god, that's so cool. It's so against gender norms, and I'm so uh, hmm. happy for you that you're, you're breaking those rules, and it's really great. Yeah, but. Yes. But why don't you tell her then? That what? That you're not uh, her son. Um, I don't think she'll understand. Mm. Like, because she has met p plenty of people who are, like, gay or bisexual or asexual, for example. But I think because she's still, like, a Gen X, and it's a lot more common in, like, millennials and Gen Z than compared to Gen X... And perhaps I'll tell her, but just don't think it's the time just yet. Mm -hmm. It's not a secret. If she'll ask, I'll definitely tell her. And I'll just drop some hints along the way. But I don't see a reason to tell her just explicitly because it just costs a lot of energy. Yeah, it does, yeah. And I'll likely have to explain everything about it. And while that's fine, in general, when I'm with my mom, I already spent too much energy to be so to be social in general. So I just prefer to keep it yeah, cordial. Sure. It's this, yeah. Um, so since we both grew up in the same church mm -hmm. and we're both at least queer. And yes. Just very Somewhere on the spectrum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <Pun> intended. <laughs> Amazing. Um, what do you think is the impact of the church? Like, do you think that because we went to church, we're now gay or is it like, you know, what's. Um. It's a good question. I thought about it myself as well. I think at least the the church is an institution because we also went like to Bible study groups together, 
at least uh, influenced the way I think because I didn't know what a sexuality was. Like I didn't even know what the word is. Like on a linguistic level, I did not know what it was. And do you think? Um, I mean, we can't say because we both went to church. But do you think that's because of church that we d- didn't know that word, or that you didn't know that word, or is it just? I didn't know the meaning, and I think the church might have played a role in it, but I don't think it's the sole reason. Yeah. It at least delayed my journey to explore gender and sexuality by a long shot, yeah. because I've already, like I said, like I had had gender dysphoria, and I've likely been bisexual my entire life, probably, but I'm not really that sure. Um, oh, do you think that uh, you become? Bisexual yeah, but at least, uh, at least coming out of the closet is a bit problematic, of course, if, as a term. But I think at least that, um, well, perhaps I never thought about it that way. Perhaps you could be like, um, because of the church as well, that's um, because it's not normal that you don't think about it that much. But I never really g- gave it that much of a thought. So perhaps that's why. Yeah, but I think but do at you least think we're coming out of a realization that oh wait, this is called bisexuality, or that I am just that yeah. would have come earlier if I did not go to the church, for example. All right, yeah, but you do think that you are born this way, but you just didn't yes. realize it because yes, I think that I think the like the most important thing about this is the realization aspects. Yeah. And like, oh, wait, that's me. Like reading something and, and you can apply it to yourself. <coughs> and um, perhaps like it at least delayed it because, well, I've been attracted to men as well since I was at least 13. That's at least the longest I can, uh, the earliest I can remember. Likely yeah. before that as well, but it just did not click in my head. Do you remember the first guy you were attracted to? Yes, it's an actor, um, but I would have to look it up because I completely <laughs> forgot his name. <laughs> it was like this in a movie, which was really bad, and also things. Uh, <laughs> and also, I think um, seeing um, Robert Pattinson in Twilight was also a bit of a hint. I, mean I was like, mm, <laughs> "Oh my god, this!" I, but I didn't know what it was. And after was like, "Wait." Wait, <laughs> like just that. Yeah. Um, was there uh, ever um, a moment in your transition? So from like finding out you're bisexual mm-hmm. and then like living by yourself and finding your gender identity where you've just felt really uncomfortable or like... Mm-hmm. Yes, I have. Um not that much and not that long because I was already in like in a network of queer people as well, mm. which well it was just normal there. Also, yes, yeah, so it's gen- but also at home when you like. Yes, but but, but back then I still lived at home, so that's yeah. like the thing that made me uncomfortable. Yeah. Because um, like I've never been. Uh, my parents are quite tolerant, and it's not like uh, they would not accept me being like gender queer but they just wouldn't understand it yeah. it's not physically grabbable like a bisexuality uh, like yeah. bisexuality as a term is and they just don't care 
as long as I'm happy. Yeah. But I was a bit scared with um, like grandparents, for example, which are a lot more conservative. Yeah, that's. Uh, but you were saying that uh, in in Utrecht you had like a noise bubble, so you didn't. Mm-hmm. F- did you feel uncomfortable there as well, like figuring it out, or was it just? No, it actually like. Um, incentivized me to think about it more oftenly because like all my friends uh, told me things as well like they told me how they felt uh, back back then because when they were still were in a closet per se um and i thought like this is somewhat applicable to me as well that's the reason when i first started thinking about like gender even though i bet by then i already pretty much figured out my sexuality so that was not that much of a big deal do you often talk about your Christian path, like in Utrecht, or mm, sometimes, but as a shock value factor? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I was raised for formatory, and they're like, "What? No way! How come?" Because think of something like the devil would invent. I would have, I have done it. So that's um, like I'm quite the antithesis of like what a good Christian would be. I think, but even though I'm not like evil or something but if it's like probably in some christian minds yeah probably in some christian minds it's like i'm not a devil but someone who has strayed too far from god's path yeah but you but you think it's funny too since what but you think it's funny to yes i think it's funny because i consider myself quite the opposite of like what a good christian would be yeah and it's not that long ago since i've like actually um renounced my christianity at like the actual church it was like two years ago oh, only God. until after i like moved to utrecht i've never done that <laughs> <laughs> i just thought about it oh yeah wait of course yeah um did you think that was important to do that to like really write yourself out of the church when i was doing it not really because i was doing like at the dentist at the general practitioners at the hospital i was with it just seemed like the thing to do when i was moving from omen to utrecht and only afterwards i thought about it more often i was like maybe it was more of a significant thing than i thought but i've never really thought about it that much and perhaps i could give it another thought but in general, I don't think it left that much of an impact, but it is more of a culmination of the things I was going through in a different phase of my life. Yeah. All right, enough about your past. How's your dating life? What do you what do you like uh, dating? Okay, so give me a one specific question. Like the, the thing How's your dating life? How is my dating life? Um, com- I'm currently in a committed relationship with my beautiful, beautiful girlfriend, of course. Um, and um, it's mm, what? Do, what is it? How do you th- say this? Like, I'm really sure. Like, I'm just in a relationship, what and do you I've mean been with committed. Committed. That's a good question, actually. It's uh, well. Insofar we are uh, in a monogamous relationship, that's true. And but it's also like we have like um, um, what's the word for it again? Um, agreements f- with uh, many other people, and currently we still are not um, um, 
looking for anything else. But we've already spoken about when we first started dating that if either of us want have something they would like to try or want to do something else, we can of course talk about it. But so far, it's still like a really sh- uh, short relationship. Like last Wednesday, we celebrated our f- first three months together. So we have not had the need to think about anything else yeah. because well, it's, it's still a short time. But perhaps love. maybe in the future. I'm not sure about it just yet, but at least we can talk about a lot of things and like a lot of things are possibly possible, maybe possible, but sure. I, haven't, yeah. I haven't given much thought yet because I haven't found a need for it yet all right sure mm-hmm. um <laughs> so when you're dating a woman mm-hmm. um do you feel like you're missing out on dig <laughs> basically um, or good question like um like this is also a thing like we spoke about um so far no it's it's like um and perhaps uh, she'll give the same example. Um, it's like having a favorite, uh, like a food which you sometimes like, but not eat all the time. But you can pretty much go without. Like I can pretty much go without peanut butter if I want to. Do I like it? Yeah, sure. But it's not like I need it for the rest of my life. I can easily go without it. And I could not. Okay, <laughs> it could be with jam. It could be with cheese. Name it. Uh, it's just it's just an example. You know Bad it. example. Okay, for you maybe, but not for me. Yes. Um, okay, so that also, yeah. But at least yes, I know you brought like a big tub of peanut butter when you when you went hiking into the Pyrenees. Yeah, um, I was thinking you were gonna say that I would like a big penis, but you, <laughs> sa- you said peanut butter and of yeah. course, Anyways. yeah. I was still so talking about the penis butter because I'm a bit more um, holy. Not not, not holy, but wow. like, no, 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 no. You were like a little less, a bit, a little bit more innocent than you are, perhaps. perhaps. Don't think so, but still, <laughs> <laughs> in some cases maybe. Um, but that, like, that's the case. I can easily go without, and perhaps sometimes I want. I feel like having. Uh, I feel like wanting dick, or maybe want some uh, peanut butter, and I, we can just talk about it. And yeah. that's the thing. Yeah, we can so just talk about yeah. it and then we can just come to a conclusion with yeah. it together. That must feel nice. Yes, it does feel nice. And it's something that I'm actually, one of the, th- that's one of the great things about a relationship, I think, that I c- we can just talk about everything without feeling like you have to, you're walking on eggshells because yeah. in some relationship you might have it with such cases. How did you meet her? Um, okay, so I met her ex-boyfriend at <laughs> on Twitter when we were talking about really obscure music, and we, uh, he and I just hit off talking about music. Yeah. What, and what kind of music? I'm like the weirdest music you can imagine, like noise, grindcore, okay. really dark ambient, okay, yeah, ambient music, it. like weird stuff. <laughs> but we were specifically talking, uh, we started talking was about tor- psychedelic Turkish folk music, from a band named Altingun, but you can forget it. It's really good. It's really good, but that's it's also really really niche. We'll, we'll put a link in a bio for anyone <laughs> we'll that's in interested. I'll just, <laughs> I'll, just uh, I'll just send an album just later. But we can just keep talking, and I'm not really sure how I went on to meet her then. But I just know that he's the link between us. Yeah. And um, when I finally met 
both of them or just them separately, I immediately found out that I liked talking to her way more than I was like talking to him because we both have autism and that's like a thing that we can both um, share our thoughts on and we have a lot of this, uh, the same perception of a lot of things. So that's just, we're just on the same wavelength and that's great. So I've known her for like at least two and a half years, a really long time. I've, we, we've been good friends for at least a year and a half. Okay, so enough about dating. When mm-hmm. was the last time you had sex and how was it? Um, today's Monday, so it was yesterday. Um, and it was great. And I was, like I said, um, on Friday I went out with my girlfriend and we spent like Saturday and Sunday morning recuperating afterwards because we were absolutely tired, like, like disastrously tired. So we just spent the day together, which is always great because Cozy. I love spending time. And yes, like we had sex and it was just, besides being that it was just good, it was also like one of the more romantic ones, which was also a thing that I really enjoy. Like the more emotion, the better it is. What made it romantic? I'm not sure. It's just that... We keep kept looking each other in, in the eyes and kept just smiling because the other ones were smiling and we kept lo- each looking each other in the eye and I don't know really why but just it just made me feel really good it it mm. it's, it gave me a really sense of euphoria as well cute. which is just yeah it's it is really <laughs> cute and that's what I like about it like I'm really clingy I'm really affectionate so that's something I enjoy I enjoy feeling things yeah. feeling emotions so that's it was just great yes um was it vanilla sex how um uh i just asked her beforehand like one of the first time ever just could you take the lead this time Mm -hmm. and she just said yes gladly which was great um it's like normally it's just like normally it's it's just like vanilla sex and it's which is fun but also trying something different for like one of the first times when you're finally comfortable with each other is just the best yeah and that's something i really enjoyed just going into that mental aspect as well with someone you especially love and someone who you really care about and you can just feel like the affection coming from every single thing that they do even though you might not like it in the moment. Um, You're so cute. I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yes, nice. it, it's it's affectionate, even when teasing. Yeah. And that's just... So what would you rate it? Like a solid nine or even nine and a half at a time. Like it's probably like last weekend. Like you ask about the last time and not like the last weekend. So hence... I can only give it a nine and a half. Um, what do you mean? Well, like when we spent the Saturday like recovering after we went out on Friday nights, yeah. it was probably the best I have ever had. It was unbelievable. Um, and I still don't really know how that happened. Um, but we were just both of us really into it without any reason. 
while we were ex absolutely exhausted, like my heart was still racing when I was with her. And um, that was just unbelievable. Yes, I cannot put it any other, any other way. And what, what made it that? I don't know. I don't know. Seriously. Um, perhaps it was drugs. Yes. <laughs> I, know what you're, I know what you're pointing at. But I don't think it would be because I already have like been... Um, it was not... It has already worked out, so it couldn't be. But it was still like... I, it could have been because I felt so much energy and love like when I was dancing with her that... I was that affectionate. Had a lot of foreplay. <laughs> Perhaps. Like maybe that. And also because like I felt a lot of love and energy when I was around her. And when I finally could spend time together with her, just cuddling and kissing each other, that it was also like an epiphany, for example. Mm. Um, and it was also after we were not ghastly tired anymore and mm. have actually eaten something. But speaking of like the last time, like this was the best I have ever had in my life, which is like a, a big thing to say, but it all is also true. And like yesterday was just fantastic. So that's why a nine and a nine or a nine and a half out of 10. Mm, nice. And it was just affectionate, which is just mm. great. So nice how you just... Uh. <laughs> I want that too. <laughs> no, I'm not jealous. <coughs> you can be envious, but not jealous. Envious, yes. Okay, so now we're gonna go move to um, some rapid fire questions. Hit me. So I'm gonna say some statements or awesome questions, mm -hmm. and you can just quickly answer. If you want to say a little bit more about it, you can. Okay. But Hit me. Yeah. Okay. Who gives the best head? I do. <laughs> That's, I know, but it... Okay, this just yes. Well, I was gonna ask, like, cause you like guys or girls or in-betweens or... Oh, like that. Whoops. No, I, I knew what you're talking about. I, I would just want to boast yeah, and be no. a little annoying little shit. Um, mm, I do think, actually... Um, it is a good question because I Quick. just... Oh, sorry. Okay. In general, men, but that's because I have a smaller sample size of men. So that's an average why it's higher. Sure. Okay. Sorry for being <laughs> too exhaustive. Who do you like to give head the most? Women. Top or bottom? Switch. Switch. Sure. Have you ever had a threesome? Yes. <laughs> Was it? It sucked. Oh. Um, it really quickly because uh, we were like three minutes. To, uh, we like five minutes together, and then they spent the two of them spent like an hour together without involving me, which oh. absolutely sucked. Okay. And I was just too awkward to leave. Was it uh, another couple? Yes, it was an existing couple beforehand. So they already had like a relationship for like three, two, yeah. two, three years. Straight couple. Straight couple. Yes. Sure, of course. Um, have you ever had an orgy? I haven't. Would you join mine? <laughs> um, I okay, really quickly because we, when we first like once uh, when I first came to Leeuwarde, you said like okay, but just in case, and uh, like we're not having sex, right? That's the first thing you told me yeah. when we when I first visit you in Leeuwarde. Mm, yeah. I don't think I've said that. Yes, you yes you have. I'm really certain of it. Sex or like did I just ask about your intention? 
Um, that's a good question, actually. I think I've uh, asked about in, intention. intention. Yes, but you insinuated at least that you were not looking that for that intention. Yes. Okay, so you, uh, in these level where I'm coming from, but still, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, what's your current fantasy? Ooh, good one. Um, exploring still. Like, I'm open for a lot of things, but I'm really not sure where to begin because there's so many, like, so many things that you can actually like. So I'm not really sure. Perhaps BDSM stuff, but being actually on the receiving end instead of, like, the, the, the perpetrator. All right. Um... I was gonna ask what's the best sex what's the best sex with a guy or a girl, but we just yes m- heard what the it, you just heard. <laughs> um, ooh, going back to Christianity, uh, do you still believe in heaven? No. Uh, would you date someone that is a Christian? It's not a hard pass, but I just think our worldviews would be too different to agree on something. All right. When's the last time you went to a church? For a sermon? Yeah. Because, a, no, 19. When you were 19? Yes. Sure. Then um. COVID happened. <laughs> so that's before COVID. Do you think having sex in a church would be blasphemy? Yes, but that's also why it would be good. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So w- do you think, would you say you still respect the church? Um, I... As an institution, I wouldn't think so, but it just just doesn't sit right with me. But I don't have like a hate against Christians, but I just think it would be cool <laughs> just to do it, just for the story. Like if I were doing something stupid, I would do it just because it would be co- a cool story. <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. Um, is there a specific gender that turns you on more? I do think I have preference for like femme presenting people. All right. Those were my questions. Thank you very much for having you, having me in your bedroom. Mm-hmm. It was great catching up with you. Also, <laughs> we don't see each other that much. Nope. Yep. And now I'm. Uh, you filled me in on the. On the blanks. On the blanks. Yes. Be glad to be. I'm glad that I could be of help. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So, let's get out of bed. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much for listening and watching. Once again, I'm your host Silke. This was Nick. And if you would like to know more about the other perspective of the stories that Nick was just sharing, next episode we will have his girlfriend, Isa, here. And also don't forget to follow us on Instagram. It's how underscore was underscore it underscore podcast. Slide in our DMs, send nudes, whatever you want to do. We'd love it. See you next time. Bye.